1: On today's episode of the Cowboys Can Fan Podcast, we break down that new, fresh-out-the-oven 53-man roster. We're very excited that the kickoff is, what, less than two weeks away. Also, if you are just listening to this episode, please come join us on YouTube, youtube.com slash at Cowboys Can Fan, or just search Cowboys Can Fan, you know, Canadian fan. It's going to be everywhere you search, on the YouTube or on the Google. You can also hit up CowboysCanFan.com, and that's got a bunch of... uh, links and everything you need there as well and we are looking for people to join our fantasy football po- uh our fantasy football league for the podcast so please come hit us slide into our dms at cowboys fan fan on all the social medias We just pick your poison and we will get back to you or see the message as well uh that's it that's all also if you find, if you're looking for more than just football dallas cowboys football specifically you need to hit up the grid network that's g-r-y-d and then the word network. This podcast is the official podcast of CalandryHat.com, brought to you by Fansided. Let's get into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. boys.
0: 999
1: men enter the team. And only fifty-three survived.
2: Welcome to Pirate Wednesday, Pirate yes. Pack Wednesday. With ya boys, Pirate Pack Wednesday. <laughs> and now as, I want a pirate. Now I want a pirate pack. And as Blue Virus in the chat says, hit that like button, son. You know, we <laughs> we just we just make everybody wait a nice juicy like and subscribe juicy 15 minutes we just want to see who the diehards are and if you're there watching this welcome to the cowboys can fan podcast i'm one of your hosts at best with co-host alex aj I've, hey i'm
3: gonna be i need you guys to take the reins because i forgot my <laughs> apple ipods like i'm using these five dollar i bought five dollar uh headphones from the uh gas station just before i came here and it sounds like i'm underwater right okay now. <laughs> well guess what we'll get
2: we'll get this we'll get this party started really quickly
3: crack him if, if you got him baby crack him if you got him son guys we did it we made it to football season preseason is done the 53 man roster i'm gonna say set obviously there's gonna be stuff that happens between now and the start of the the sunday night kickoff game against the new york giants but we did it. We made it through the offseason. We made it through the preseason. And by golly, the next time we watch the Dallas Cowboys come out on the field, it's going to be Sunday night football against the New York football giants.
2: Dun 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 dun, dun. <laughs> ba-bum, ba-bum uh.
1: dun dun dun, 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 dun. ba uh.
0: dun
2: dun. We just make everybody wait 15 minutes <laughs> and then we just start freaking making uh very, very bad uh noise. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So sure. how do you guys feel? Have you guys been, well, I'm actually, before we get into Cowboys news, I'm going to talk a little bit fantasy football guys. i oh, the last, the last, this is baby. my, fir- this is my first night this week. I had a draft Sunday night, a draft Monday night, and then a last a draft last night. So fantasy football seasons here and you, uh, again, it's just, that's just one more signal that we're ramping up for the 2023 regular NFL season. And my nipples, my
2: nipples are tingling. My nipples are tingling too. I had my first fantasy draft last night. Uh, it wasn't football though, so that was uh that made my my nipples tingle in a different way. Um, just kidding. It was fantasy football. Yes. <laughs> we, but adds drafting fantasy darts. Yeah. And <laughs> um, you
3: said we were in the chat though. We both took two similar players.
2: Oh yeah. We so I picked. I obviously I picked up my boy Dakota Prescott and uh, C D Lamb. So those are my two main like one two round uh, punch, or two three. Sorry, I picked CMC as number one, as my first. Was that one
3: uh, was that in, uh, when we were talking about it? Was that a two quarterback league? Probably yeah. yeah if you're taking it's like back a, Prescott it's in like the third
2: a, round, it's a two QB league, but it's a super duper flex league. So like the second quarterback, you can be quarterback, wide receiver, running back. Tight end.
3: Well, yeah, it, super flex. But everybody with super flex leagues, everybody there's It's they're super flex is always a quarterback. It's tough. For there's just
2: so many gosh darn players out there, and it, I mean, like that that get on your team. Three wide receivers and then two flex positions. It's just, it's just it's hard during season to pick people up. It's ridiculous. I hate it. Yeah, well, you got to
3: do. You got to cut your own fifty three man roster.
2: Yeah, man. I'm all I'm all down for extending
1: the amount of players that you have active week to week but to keep like you got to cut benches in my opinion. So if you yeah. add add a, a, a QB flex and it's not taking over the and, and you have a regular super flex and a regular flex, then you have to have like you know a five bench or a four bench depending on what you're playing because yeah, otherwise you run into this problem where guys can just start stashing people. Yeah, And what we're really looking for is like some sort of is the word par- parody parity parity parity. Parity. Like I don't. I mean, if someone puts together a smashing team and their starters are are killing it, then like more power to you. But you hate to see a person, um, you know, just shit the bed. At, I, you don't want to play against someone who eventually quits in week eight, and now yeah. you've got this player who's given up for the rest of the league. And it, to avoid that, keeping that uh, allure of hey, you might get a guy who's can perform. He's he, on the waiver wire, and you know, I, I think that's good for fantasy football. Yep, i've kind of
3: weaseled i've kind of weaseled all my i used to be in i don't know five or six years ago felt like i was in like eight or nine leagues and it was just too much because i would be that guy in a couple leagues that i wasn't doing good i'd just be like well fuck this i'm i don't got a chance but now i've kind of i've kind of got them down to about four leagues where everybody is pretty invested no matter what even if they're losing because it's kind of like we've kind of made rules well if you don't follow through you're not going to be in the league the following year but aj you made a great point some of the two two of the leagues that i'm in they're the hardest leagues to win because you have like three bench spots or something. Yeah. So it's like you, if you get injuries or if you're trying bye weeks, you actually have to take your bye weeks into account because there'll be a time that you almost have to just uh, uh, take a loss because you can't drop any oh. of those bench players because they're too good to drop. Like you'll have two of your studs, both on a bye week and now you have to keep them both. 50% but of my then- team
2: is, an, uh, is on a bye week, week nine, actually probably more than 50% <laughs> of my team. That's yeah. So like- you
3: either plan to take that L
1: or you make some moves, yeah. It also makes trading more um, possible,
2: right? Because I wish I liked trading in fantasy football a bit more. And and I think in a league where we like in our one league where it's a keeper league, and we've been doing it for like eighteen years, like there's a little bit more kind of um, when you know bit, people and yeah. talk to them, it's a lot easier to get a trade done. What I won't do going into next year, and I, I'm only down to three leagues this year. I know, Anth, as I was correcting one of the cameras, you were talking about how many leagues you're in. Four. Yep. But, but like, Four, yep. I, like, yeah, why do I – I want to be in – I don't gamble. Uh, I just like to have a little bit more investment into some other games. I want to cheer. Like, I can't help it. I'm going to draft people – on the team that I'm watching every week because I want to cheer for them when I get it. And I and I don't, like, there might be a better player. This is why I'm also probably pretty bad at fantasy football now is because if there are better options available, I'll still go with, like, who I want to be cheering for. Um, but it, hey, that's, it, it, that's it, it a is a Jerry Jones move. That is a very that. Jerry Jones move. Last
3: thing I'll say about fantasy football before we get into our Dallas Cowboys is since we started the podcast, I used to be that guy that at 9.45 a.m. I'm sitting there. And I'm watching red zone. And then I'm watching the Sunday Nighter every time, like I'm watching, I'm watching eight hours or nine hours of football. But since we've kind of done the podcast, usually we do a little prep work before the live stream. And then after we do the post game. So I've noticed the last few years, uh, like there's guys that emerge in fantasy that I don't even really know about because, well, let's just say I'm invested in the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I've, I've gone from five teams. I just have one and like, like, you know, well, if CanFan, I don't know if we can get that going. It's a little, we're getting a little to the crunch time. And so anyways, let's not waste time on that. But I'm just saying maybe,
2: potentially two, but definitely only only our one old school league. And don't, don't, Bocci's already talking about the only draft that counts is next week's CanFan draft. Okay, okay. Hey, I, so. I sent
1: out an email. I didn't get a reply back. So uh, if if anyone out there uh, who was in the league last year, obviously I know you guys are in, but just email me and let me know. Um if not, I we could set it up and see who shows up. I mean, <laughs> just send
3: it out. Send out the bat
1: signal.
2: We should. Yeah, I we
1: don't want to kick out anyone, but if it comes down to it, we might just have to do like a
2: brand new ten, draft like or a something. ten person. Yeah, yep. I don't know. I yeah. could find
3: some emails. All right, yeah. guys, fifty-three man roster. We cut down a couple surprises. I'm going to lead out with who do you who is the biggest surprise for you guys? Not making the the fifty-three man roster. Oh wow. I think, honestly,
1: Davis was really surprising for me. And it's not that... It's just because he had the history last year. I don't think that he underperformed. He certainly got outplayed. But I felt some of that was just like, hey, we know what we got. He's not going to be on the field. Um, That was surprising. Honestly, McKeon, too. Yeah. Sorry for taking two.
3: Oh, hey, two two it up. That's a very ad move of you, but two it up if you have to.
2: Fuck you, dickhead. I'm learning from the best. (laughs) Fuck you, dickhead. Um. I, I would say Houston I thought Houston based on his camp and seeing him play like I thought he was gonna make the team but mm-hmm. whose
3: spots he taken
2: I know and as That's I the thing, like as I said it guess what I, re- I I redact my statement well we'll
3: jump there the guy you just mentioned though at Houston we do have a problem with the team that he signed to uh, for me the pro the guy that I thought they were gonna try to stash on the roster didn't even get cut. He got traded. I thought they were going to try. I thought Bossman Fat possibly carved a little niche as like the second or third nickel corner, right? I thought he had done enough in the preseason and some of the practices mm. to warrant a spot, but they shipped him away. Well, yeah, let's get deeper
1: into that. But tr- um, when we get to the uh, section, because I think the smartest way for us to do this uh, and just allow for like, us to kind of stay on track. Otherwise we're going to be creating, we're going to be creating a, a memento style. Uh, and for all the, what year was that anyways, memento style movie where, where or a Quentin Tarantino esque movie where you're like, where, where did they start and where do they end? This is such an interesting story, but yeah, um, this is going to make sense all the way through. So I figure let's just go. Th- well, I, I have the blog and the boys uh, final depth chart up here, 53 man roster. By, as, uh, of as of now, as of now, as of now, as of now, it's also got a couple notes for the cuts that they're bringing back on. I don't know if they that's already happened or if they're doing that in a couple days. But um, it's not the prettiest chart, but we don't need pretty here because you got us and we're pretty dudes. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, starting with quarterback, our our final three here, uh Dak Prescott, no surprise. Cooper Rush, no surprise. And then. I mean out of left field the Trey Lance trade that no one but Jerry Jones himself was aware of <laughs> before it happened
3: which I, we chatted about a little bit but we didn't really it kind of it happened the day of the third preseason game didn't it, it yeah. happened on Friday the day before the yeah. day before so we didn't have a podcast prior to that but yeah we didn't really talk too much about it what are your guys' thoughts about the Trey Lance thing uh, there, go ahead. There is some
1: talk on there. I mean, obviously that happens. You're always wondering what's going on to me. I think it's a it's a it's an interesting move and it's a good move because I think Jerry gets to say, look, I have I just traded a uh, third round or a th- uh, sorry, a third overall pick for a fourth rounder. So there is a win brings in a guy who potentially just needed another setting and needed some some uh, uh, a new uh, scenery maybe he does come out there and ball out um uh so i think jerry just just wins in that and then he also can put a little pressure uh whether it comes via media and just social media you know the the cowboys nation uh but basically he gets to put this kind of proxy pressure on prescott which is not real because i don't really think there is a chance but it also just says hey if this guy balls out he'll he'll be playing football here um and and also it leads to a uh, trade value in the future. If he, if he performs in any sort of game this year and then has a good pre-season, preseason next year, are you able to trade him for a third round or a second round pick? And now you've moved up. Because he's certainly not the future of the Cowboys, I would say that. But uh, I, don't hate, I don't hate the move.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I think anytime um, we are putting together a, a quarterback room that's not just relying on on one quarterback for us. You to... need at
3: least one guy with goofy hair. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. And I mean, and there's that funny meme that's going around where did Jerry did Jerry Jones think that it was Patrick Mahomes and he just wasn't wearing his glasses? <laughs> yeah. Like it, it, that, that. I thought that was pretty funny. But I mean, I look the the you know the QB whisperer Kyle Shanahan wasn't able to develop Trey Lance. Maybe it's a change of scenery. I, I mean, I don't really... None of us know, and we ha- there's so much speculation. I like the move. It just shows that we're thinking that we need to have options just in case. I think on the on the layers of, of what we have, it allows us to possibly stash QBs for future trade value or future draft uh, value or capital. Um, capital. Capital, depending on what shakes down the season. If DACTA has a great season nothing if Dak has not a not a great season and we pit her out before the divisional then possibly the Trey Lance things thing becomes a little bit more real I don't think he's gonna I don't it's he's not there to be a backup quarterback I think they brought him in to either help develop him and then trade him off or help develop him to take over the team in 2025
3: so this is the only reason San Francisco traded Trey Lance and not Sam Darnold they had so they had an issue right they had a starting quarterback in Brock Purdy that they hope can be successful. Mm-hmm. Then they had the t- these two dudes, Sam Darnold and Trey Lance, where they're like, holy shit, we have kind of a quarterback issue, right? Like we don't need two quality guys that people could be cheering for to take over for our starter. The only reason Sam Darnold didn't get traded instead of Trey Lance and I don't think it's because Sam Darnold outplayed him in preseason. I think it's because Trey Lance had higher trade value yeah, than Sam Darnold. Absolutely. The only reason they traded Trey Lance instead of Sam Darnold is because people who were willing to trade for Trey Lance. They weren't willing to trade for Sam Darnold. Yeah. It had nothing to do with Sam Darnold's play because everyone's like, oh well, he couldn't even beat out Sam Darnold in in the preseason. No, it has nothing to do with that. San Francisco knew that with Sam Darnold, they have a uh, good enough backup quarterback, why do you need a a third backup quarterback? Why not trade one of them and get a fourth round pick and better your team next year? And I think Trey Lance was that guy. So does it pan out for Dallas? It definitely panned out for Sam Fran. They wanted to cut ties with them. They, they ate their losses. They cut ties with them. And now it's to be seen if Dallas ends up getting anything more than a substantial, Backup because I don't think he's in town to compete with Dak Prescott at all. Not this I, I really don't. Not this No, I don't. Season. I don't think even at, ever. I don't think. I don't think he he will compete with Dak Prescott, and I think his competitions against Cooper Rush in the next. I'm talking like three years. Yeah. I don't think he's taking over for Dak well, in next year or the year after. I bet you next year they extend Dak. You think so? Oh, they should. They. Should. I mean, obviously, oh, like yeah, like you said, at it depends how the season goes, but. I'm, I'm sh- all in on Dak this year, man. I really am.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, I, I said it on the uh, eight o'clock spot last night. I'm, I'm still a Dak fan. I, I might have a post last year's loss. I, I had some choice words for Dakota, but I still wore. Yeah,
3: we were wasted, though. I still
2: wore my Prescott jersey to the preseason game. I'll wear my Prescott jersey to the, fir- the the opening season. And any live game we go to, I'll most likely be wearing my Prescott because, you know, he's our quarterback. I'm very optimistic. I want to support, I want to cheer. But you, I, I, and you're a Dak rider. That's what you are. Yeah. Yeah. A big Dak rider <laughs> up in here. But I mean, to have a position like if you have the fundamentals and the mechanics, like a guy like Trey Lance, he did go number one. He there was something good about number him. three. Sorry. Number three in the first round. Yes. Yeah. So he went third overall. There is the and he's still young. So getting him behind someone like Dak Prescott, a veteran, Cooper Rush, a veteran, to learn and to grow. Would it be bad if we see him take snaps three years from now? Two years from now, we still again, we still don't know what's going to happen in the next two the next two seasons. We still don't know what's he, going to happen. He's got, this got
1: season. Two, so so Lance has got two years left on his contract. So if you're going to get him in three years, right. You're making the decision. You're making a decision so, by next season. Yeah, you're making the by next
2: season. I guess yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: actually, here's a question that came to mind because um, I think. I think it's all up in the air, and, but we're all kind of agreeing that like there there's no heavy competition here with that move. In fact, Russia's more of a competition at, at this point. I would say. That being said, would you rather have same trade but get Trey Lance in that third spot, or um, who's the other guy?
3: Fuck, I forgot his name. Uh, I I don't know. Do you, you mean drafting or trading? Uh, trading.
1: Sorry, Sam. Sam Darnold.
3: Yeah. Oh, I'd rather Trey Lance because Trey Lance is that unknown. He's played, you know, a handful of games in the NFL. Sam Darnold, you know, you know what you're getting. So at least with Trey Lance, we still don't really know. Last year he was suited to be the San Francisco 49 ers starter. He got hurt the year before. Same thing. He got hurt. So he's had his developmental issues. I got a little tidbit, though. He is teammates with a guy. He was college teammates with a fan favorite of the room of ours. Who, Who, Trey Lance? Yeah, he was a he was a college teammate with one of the guys, like Hunter offense- Lefke. Oh, okay, really? Yeah, they were teammates a couple of years ago. I like that, at North at North Dakota
2: State, I think. I, I'm not. I think that's where they were. Something like that. Hey, well, uh, sorry, go ahead. Finish your. No, no, Anth was going to say I cut him off. We all cut each other off. But cut when, Ants, when triple- Ants Hey, of I'll office. never,
3: if someone cuts me off, I'll just let it happen. I'll so, let it, you roll.
2: So ba- never, G- I don't even know what I was saying. I'm just going to hit some, chats, some chat comments here for you guys we before, you, before we move on to the next yep. uh, thing. So Bocci Eric says, everyone making a big deal about Trey because they got nothing else to talk about. He is no threat to Dak. Proof. If Facts. You right s- now,
3: anyways. We'll say right now. for yeah. def- Definitely.
2: And he also says, if you were drunk when you said it, it doesn't count. Um, <laughs> Good. Ban- that
3: I like that. That's, Ban-
2: that's wor- words to live by. Bandwagon Baba says, "I think with Dak calling plays last game, they were checking him out for offensive coach. <laughs> yeah, let's get it." And then uh, Jeremy Nello, I like this take. I think they will try and flip Lance value and hopefully get a first or second round pick for Lance. Again, well,
3: that's what AJ was kind of thinking,
2: uh, "Grab, grab them and stash them. Develop them if you can. If you can show major progress, and you have it, it's not a bad thing." Um, and then. And then more Bot G just fucking want, Bot G just wants some airtime. And we should definitely get Bot G on here Oh, as yeah, a yeah guest one time. definitely. Definitely.
3: Why, why, why have we never? That makes zero sense. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, why has Bot G never been? Yeah, that makes If we end up doing the live fantasy draft, Bot G's sitting in on the draft. I feel like us.
2: we'll have to. And, and uh, so he has one comment. He goes, they got Trey for the same reason you buy something at Costco you don't need, only because it's 90% off. <laughs>
3: I mean, and he's not wrong. Yeah, You're like and
2: you let is... it sit
3: until it spoils if you have to. But yep, exactly. Yeah. But the de- it was such a it was such a good deal. And the the thing is, this the stuff that the guy was drafted for third overall. That stuff hasn't changed. Like he, yeah, there all the reasons he got drafted third overall. None of that's changed, right? He, he... he just hasn't had any a, a
1: chance to really play. Exactly. Here's his. Uh, and you guys can jump in and correct me if I'm if I'm wrong, and that includes Chad. But here's kind of his trajectory: he had the the one league, the one sorry, the one the one the season one with San Fran where he was the starting quarterback. The next season, out for an injury, then Purdy stepped up and took over. So he didn't really lose his spot because of poor play; he lost it because he had an injury, and then. The uh, San Francisco felt that Purdy has more of the fundamentals that they're looking for in their offense. Yeah, uh, but he's not so far removed from that their original idea of what he could be. And then you know the injury happened, and in, in that, and we've seen that happen before. It's about is he going to bounce back, and is he going to find a place? I mean, Dallas is a great. If you're going to sit out your the rest of your rookie contract in hopes of getting somewhere, I think Dallas is a great place. It's a it's a great team. You got lots of. Uh, potential that if you get on the field for a couple downs, everyone's going to see it. So, like, you can make the most of your time in Dallas. And, um, I mean, the guy's probably going to end up on another team after the Cowboys anyways. Uh, But this is kind of a win-win-win all around, except for, I guess, Will Greer. But he had a fucking excellent
3: week. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, I I think he got picked up. So Will, Will Greer signed by or picked up by Cincinnati's practice squad. So he's still, he's still kicking about, which is sweet. What's up, CanFanimaniacs? And thank you for listening to this episode of the Cowboys
1: CanFan podcast. But if you're only listening, you're just getting half of all the gold. Come check us out on YouTube every Wednesday and Sunday. YouTube.com slash at Cowboys CanFan. Or just search Cowboys CanFan on YouTube or Google or go to CowboysCanFan.com. You will find us every Wednesday and Sunday. We hope to see you
0: there. Peace. So going well,
3: into the next thing, so quarterbacks, so, right? Or sorry, had well, you got one last thing. Yeah, well I
2: was gonna say, um and I forgot. Oh, the, could that have also been a big reason why uh Jura picked up a quarterback because of how bad that Seattle game was for our backups.
0: Probably could,
2: could that could that have weighed in on it? I would yes. I mean I I think Jerry was just
1: looking at the fucking value, but I think if if he if it would have made more sense to go with the guy who has the smaller higher that you the smaller wiener. No, that like the lo, the <laughs> high, the the more average between his his ceiling and his yeah. in his and his uh floor, because yeah. that Trey Lance has a massive ceiling, but we know that his floor could be fucking terrible, <laughs> well, right? You're looking for a guy more like a Cooper Rush who's yeah. okay, he's gonna come in here and play this consistency that we know. The I guess
2: sorry. The last thing. Uh is it it isn't. <laughs> Don't say it if it's not. But one of the things that we didn't really talk about here, like what, how I want to know from your guys' side, how do you feel about Jerry not mentioning anything to Mike McCarthy? Doesn't who, need to. Good and me, not mentioning anything to your quarterback. Doesn't need to.
3: You see how doesn't need to, he doesn't, he, he doesn't, he doesn't need to ask, Pre- to ask Dak Prescott about shit. He doesn't realistically. What are you going to say? Hey, do you care if I trade for a uh, third overall pick? Like, I, I think maybe the Mike McCarthy thing is a little bit more interesting, but the Dak Prescott thing. Yeah. Uh, he sh- she doesn't need to say shit to
1: Dak, yeah. to be honest. Dak's a player. I would have talked to my coach. I would have even just asked my coach what he thought. Yeah. Um, Who knows? Maybe he did. This is all like what we're
3: hearing. I don't think Mike's co- Mike, has Mike come out and said. Hey, oh, yeah. yep. Mike came out, said he he said he's not. That's how Jerry and Steven roll. I I, I coach the team. They make the decisions. Yeah. Good. came out and said that and Jerry came out and said yeah they didn't know anything the reason it started was Jerry Jones there's video of him saying that he didn't tell okay him okay to. okay and and he doesn't need to because it's one it's his team the only thing is a fourth round pick you can still get some decent players but if Jerry's thinking that this guy possibly, possibly could be the next great thing I mean then pull the trigger get him and and let the uh, the cards yep. lie okay right? sorry
2: so yeah so this is
3: Last thing? No, okay, no, but, no, but Boys in the Zone just kind
2: of <laughs> mentioning something, and I, I feel, felt like I phrased it wrong to you guys. Okay. So Boys in the Zone, EJ Savage, or boy, he goes. EJ, you don't another need- guy we got to get on soon. Yep. You don't need to ask Dak before the trade, but apparently he didn't even hear it until after the media broke it. So, okay,
3: that's a little bit shitty
1: then. Yeah.
2: And then, and then, just a couple last depends. Couple.
1: Was it an Adam Schefter where he gets it before Jerry even knows, <laughs>
2: <laughs> or Ian Rappaport? Yeah, <laughs> Jerry makes
3: the trade and they're already tweeting
1: or sorry, <laughs> oh,
2: x xing it. They're it,
3: it, already it if you
2: if you watch the pick is in the, on the the Roku doc about the 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 the, the draft um, this past this past, there's a bunch about Ian Rappaport, and you could see him as the cameras on him, and then as things are happening, deals are going, he's like. It's so. It's just so. It's just so good. He's probably my favorite character. That's in, another conversation for another day. In but the, in the in the in the I, thing. On I, to running yeah. back.
3: So we we beat this Trey Lance with. We hadn't talked about it, so we had to just splooge everywhere with it. And and I we're think, gonna splooge. Uh, this is a splooge worthy cast. Okay. Just clean up after thing, yourself. Last thing. Last thing. Thumbs up or thumbs down. Just give it on the oh, count of yeah. three about the Trey Lance thing. On this. I'm gonna go like this.
1: I'm teetering above. Ad's always optimistic. I love yes. it. The
2: reason I'm doing this is because it's it's already done and that's it is billion, what it is. That's yeah, billionaire
1: it is. mentality. Yep.
3: It is. It's always good. Running backs. So this was one that we kind of, I'll say we talked about running backs quite a bit going into the season and uh, we weren't completely sold on our running backs room. There's only one and name I'd on say, that list
2: that I care about though.
3: I would say out of all, out of all the positional groups in preseason, I was, Im- I was impressed with our running backs. Now that the the three preseason games are done, I was impressed with Rico, Deuce, and Correct, Hunter with him. his last game. Like, crack me if you got him. Got him. I'm, I'm feeling me. a little bit. I'm feeling a little bit more optimistic about the running back room in yeah. the in the, the the evenings up to the first game compared to what I was in April. What what changed you? Well, the preseason, the guys they all balled out. They when they had the opportunities, when they were given the touches, they all played very well. Sure, it was against. Other guys as twos, but that's what that's what we need. We just need guys when they get are given the ball, they're gonna to uh, excel. And I think all four of those guys minus oh, we gotta crack them, baby, crack them, we'll if if son. Just super impressed with the three guys that played in preseason. And shout out to Malik Davis because we were Crash Davis fans. But uh, the biggest—he's back take-away... on the practice squad, though. Yep. The biggest takeaway from this is. AJ's got to get a fresh new 42 and I want to know what what color scheme are
1: you going for that 42 well that's the thing is um I've kind of been having I I think I have my offense um no I have one of each offense I I don't know I was gonna I I have a blue tp20 so I'm probably white's difficult because if I wear white I have my seat. he has
2: a white digs and a white <laughs> CD lamb. And my
1: and my my white digs is is my party shirt. He doesn't <laughs> he
2: doesn't have a Thanksgiving he's he, he has a, he doesn't have a Thanksgiving shirt. Why and, not stick with And the, your the arm, blue and your it? army in your service your your service oh, that, one was Randy Gregory. Why
3: I not stick Randy to Gregory? the blue. The blue for your running backs. You got TP20 blue. Deuce Vaughn another blue. Your your RBs are your blues.
1: Blue is safer it is absolutely uh you know what decision to be made because i'm also getting a Dono dub. got it
2: Ooh, okay
1: so um got to do it. i don't know maybe I'll, I'll throw that out to chat and they can tell well, me what they, ben pia what says they you have to get it, get
2: it in, de- in deuce's size too guess what <laughs> jokes on you ben because he is i deuce's am deuce's size.
1: size
3: well and deuce is a thick guy like I think AJ's going to be swimming oh, yeah. in Deuce's if, jersey. If, if I wore
1: Deuce's jersey, I'd look like one of his girlfriends that just woke up in the morning and threw on his <laughs> T-shirt. Hey, did you make coffee?
2: <laughs> Deucey, Deucey, Deucey. <laughs> um, what are your guys' thoughts on okay. these running backs, though, guys? So, first of
1: all, well, love, love, love yep. that Cowboys are saying Lepke's our fullback. I mean, yep. let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. And I think Luepke or Lepke, I just want to call him Lupin for something. Like, he, he feels like a werewolf to me for some reason. Because he is. I don't know. Silent, it,
3: silent you. Yeah, silent, silent Lou.
1: Silent, okay, Lepke. I think he really nailed, uh, he was doing things, he played in every preseason game, he was getting about, I don't know, six six uh, uh, snaps or balls to him um, in, in the passing game, each game or, you know, at least that amount. So they were testing him. Didn't really stand out as anything incredible. But um, his last game really showed how they how they can utilize him. And that was really, I don't know, I think that's really what solidified his position. Also, when you look at these other, other three guys, Tony Pollard, Rico Dowdle, Deuce Vaughn. I mean, Deuce, we, we talked about him. He's really showed what he can do. His center of gravity is a lot more solid. And I think that's something I, I personally really overlooked was like, yeah, he's certainly small. Uh, but these guys who are trying to tackle him, they still got to knock this little strong bowling ball over. And, and it's harder to do when someone's lower to the ground, right? So that was something. He's got a special place on the team. So I'm excited about seeing what they do with him. And Rico Dowdle, man, he came in each year. I'm looking for a handcuff player in fantasy football just to bring it back. I'm looking for that guy who's like, oh he's new he's, he's in his first or second year. he showed when he was on the field he showed promise and I'm hoping that you know an injury or or maybe he just wins out that position and and that's what I think I overlooked with Rico Dowdle. We knew he was was good. I I was just had such a heart a heart on for uh, Davis that I think I overlooked Dowdle, but then when he started playing and his consistency each each game that he was in, Like nothing super fancy, nothing, um, uh, no like 30 massive 30 yard games. That's what Deuce is for. He came in and played a very solid position. So I I honestly really do feel much more comfortable with the running backs because instead of looking on the outside of the team for that RB2 who could come in and like Hunt or someone like that who could come in and and, uh, fill that position, I think we had him all along, and that's Rico Daddle.
3: I'm interested to see v- D- Dowdle's fantasy stock too, man, because no one's taking him right now in fantasy football. But if you look at the Cowboys last year, there, Ezekiel Elliott's gone. There's a lot of fantasy, and I hate to go to fantasy football when we're talking about the roster, it. but Just it's how it. I think about it. My I'm in fantasy mode right now. There's a lot of points and a lot of yards and a lot of touchdowns for a guy on the Cowboys. Adam was, Adam, and I'll be very impressed if it happens, Adam was saying Hunter Lepke could be one of the guys that vultures a lot of Ezekiel Elliott's touchdowns this year that's a dude that no one's gonna have in fantasy Rico Dowdle no one has in fantasy fantasy I'm sure there's some people that took Deuce Vaughn but it's real. I'm really interested to see how this split between these these next three running backs and I'm gonna say running back because yeah he, he's a guy that's gonna getting, getting the ball but to see how these three guys split the loss of Ezekiel Elliott's well, production I,
2: that's and I mean outside of and I and just for the correct and I appreciate you giving me my flowers or pre flowers. Um, <laughs> we you, you just need three of them to replicate Zeke's numbers essentially. So the three of them need to get us stu- need to get twelve touchdowns, and the three of them need to get a combined of eight hundred and eighty three yards or something around like that. So very doable, very very doable. And I think um, you know we're going to see TP twenty. Uh, I think Rico Dowdle and Deuce Vaughn fit very well behind. TP20 and then Hunter Lepke can help kind of shore up some of that uh, uh, sh- uh, tough yardage that Zeke had and then even still we have some other tight ends who could also play that uh, that Ezekiel Elliott, Elliott role if need be and I think ultimately that's why we're not seeing uh, McKean on the team anymore is because they wanted to make room for um, their their fullback option on, on the on the team
3: Hey McKeon. Get the fuck out of here! That's what hey, Jerry McKe- said to
2: him. Hey, yeah. hey, McKeon, I don't even know how to say your name. Get the fuck out of my room. <laughs>
1: hey, McKeon, uh, uh, can I see that? Can I see your key for a second? My and key he, fob. <laughs> then he just takes it and walks away. Whips it
3: out. No, whips it out the window.
1: <laughs> Do you guys ever hear that? Do you guys ever just a quick, quick uh uh history story here? Did you ever hear that story about uh Vladimir Putin meeting the Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl champion? Forget who it was. No, Okay. Ray so, Lewis maybe? No, it wasn't Ray Lewis.
3: You know, Bill the Flacco?
1: Sto- the story would be, it was in that time though, obviously, one of those two Super Bowls. But he went in, and I don't know if he was in Russia or just at a, a place where there was like, you know, presidential people, politicians. And anyways, he went and talked to uh, uh, Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin asked him to see his ring. So he took it off, gave it to Putin. Putin took it, put it on. Might be adding that part, but he took I've, the No, ring, no. You, and then he walked, he just walked away, and the guy's like, Hey, I want my ring. And the bodyguard comes up and goes, What ring?
0: <laughs> I did. I, did, <laughs> I've, did I have it. I think, it was, a, that's, that's I think
1: it
3: was a coach. I think it was a coach. Was it a
2: coach? Okay. Yeah. It yeah. Was I've heard
3: that story. He's put He put the Super Bowl ring on, or he looked at it, and yeah, well, just walked away. With his... I, but I mean, <laughs> I
2: think you can get, like, I think that person can reorder a ring and you have to pay for it, but yeah, that's still fucking awesome. <laughs>
3: If anyone's <laughs> going to steal your ring, at least have it be someone that if you try to take it from them, yeah. they're good. I mean, what are you going to do? Have it killed. At that killed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You, just, you, ex- you accept your loss. I remember when I was fourteen at a party, these older kids came up to me and one of them took my hat, and he's like, "This is my hat now," and I was like, "Okay, well, I guess it's your hat yeah. now." Luckily, he said he was just joking and gave it back to me, but I was like, "Well,
2: so I have no." Yeah, me too. Me too. Anymore. So do you mean that that was my hat that he probably took because he prob- prob- stole yeah. my
3: hat? I used to steal all your shit. Where? Well, I had hand me downs from you.
1: Yeah. Um, real one thing that we were discussing was the departure of McKeon I think Lepke had a big part in that because um, he can block and yep. one reason that you're keeping McKeon on not just that, that's his sole thing but he had the, the ability to come in and be a blocking, a, a blocking tight end now he was back- in he
3: was in the fullback spot too. They would put McKeon in the backfield quite a bit as a lead blocker.
1: Yeah, so you know you think about it. I thought fifty three is a lot a lot of players, but they do have to crunch. Oh numbers, yeah, man. Man. And So and so it's just unfortunately it's uh, it comes down to it, and with Lepke being able to do multiple to be, you know, a potential running threat, definitely a catching threat. And also being able to block, he just has that edge on McKeon. And you know, hate to see the clone zone lose two members, but like any good sitcom, you re you uh you recast and you come back stronger season two, season three now.
2: And 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 word on the street is uh uh well, actually, Jeremy Nello just said McKeon is on the practice squad. So, I don't know he if is. they re-signed so re-sign him, but he was still, still didn't make the 53-man roster. Yeah, exactly, the, the, exactly. We could
1: the, see him, but the, I don't. Uh,
2: for the clone zone, FB stands for fringe boy, so Hunter Lepke <laughs> could possibly get kind of amalgamated into the clone zone.
3: Oh, he's clone zone. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm taking Lepke's kind of, yeah, he's fringe
2: boy clone and zone. If AJ's rocking a 4-2 back here, you know your boy's going to be rocking a 4-3 Lepke style.
1: I love the, I have to say, I love the number 43. Yeah, it's, it's great. No, it's, no one has it. No, it seems like it's such a 1950s football number. <laughs>
2: well, when 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 we used to do Hey, C 43, C. Yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> when we used to make, uh, when I don't know why Kilo's yelling. No, oh no, maybe because McKeon's on the practice squad. Sex bots uh,
3: are taking over?
2: Yeah, possibly. No, not at all, but he's <laughs> giving us a Darth Vader. No! The clone zone's breaking up, yeah. probably. Oh, That's yeah, that. Yeah, yeah.
3: not stoked about But
2: when we used to make Madden creative players, and Anthony and I would make like him and myself and then our older brother, uh, Age was our fullback at number 45. He was always blocking for me because I was uh, number 38, the running back. Hey, man, a little, little lore for you guys, you know? I'm excited to see how they
1: use... Um, Deuce and Hunter; those are two skilled backs, um, multi-purpose running backs, and it's just going to well, be exciting. So
2: jersey break. So Alex is, has to buy a Deuce Vaughn, and then he said he's b- buying a Dono Dub. Don so I'm doing, I'm doing a Lepke. Who are you? And then I also have another one I'm going to have to have to buy. Who are you buying, Anth? You were going to buy I, an agent, an agent zero. I was but... going
3: full overshown, and now I'm, I'm probably going to wait till next year because I have a feeling he's coming out next year with with zero, zero? on. Yeah. I feel like that's just going to happen, so I'm going to wait. I'm going to hold off to get uh, to get overshown. I'm thinking maybe a Tyler Smith jersey. To be honest, a you were Tyler talking Smith about jersey, it last year, Tyler Smith, or possibly even a Zach Martin. I want to get myself an online line jersey because if you ever see a guy walking around in an old line jersey, you're like, this guy's a you fuck. know they this fuck. guys a fan. Yeah, you know they <laughs> you fuck. know they fuck you, you know they, know they fuck. fuck. So I'm I'm probably going to go Tyler Smith just because he's going to be on the team for probably the longest. So 73's up there for me.
1: That's uh, good. A, a quick a, a question for chat: Who's out there? If you remember who won during our draft weekend, we did that jersey contest. We someone won. Um, I don't remember exactly. I can go back and look, but if you guys know, uh, just let us know who it is so we can reach out to them. We did call them call them out, but never heard back. So I don't know if they just ne- they you know, one and got a, got about an hour of our material and said, no, this is enough. I'm out, uh, but <laughs> not worth the Jersey, it, it, not worth the Jersey. Let us know. Um, because I want to add that onto this order. We want to know what they want in the event that no one picks it up. We'll it goes, have to do some sort of raffle. Back the I, raffle. I, I, I personally, and I'll, I can eat the brunt of this cause I, I set it up, but I just can't, uh,
2: I can't a have game. a giveaway and, and then it. not and yeah, not. No, but we gets, did say we
1: we did say we were going to wait till this time anyways because we wanted to make sure people were on the team and we were able to get the numbers that they were going to be. So yeah, uh,
2: I will say this: J. Ron Kirsch just announced he's changing to number one. Uh uh E. J. Savage mentioned it earlier on the chat, but wow. I saw it, so he. Boss
1: fat's not even not. I mean, his bed's not even cold and and. Uh,
3: curse is just fucking coming smote. in as number yeah. one here says number tr- one i don't i i'm too i'm too you don't trust that number one no i don't trust switching your jersey number when you had two good seasons as 27 yeah i just don't i just don't uh i like 27 I too yeah curse will spit at your feet and
2: be like what the fuck ever man it's really um risky. do you guys want to know what my other jersey that i'm gonna go for this yeah year? let's
3: hear it and then let's move on <laughs> Do
2: well, it. I want to take a guess. Closest one to the person, I'll I'll
3: Offense probably deep. Trey Lance.
2: <laughs> How you Offense know? Defense or defense?
3: Is it actually? Yeah.
2: No, of course I would. Of course it would. Oh, yeah. No, of I not. think you just
3: changed it. No, no,
2: no, no. Michael Parsons. You... I was going to buy a Michael Parsons jersey. That's oh, an yeah. easy one. I mean, that's the one solid. I didn't have. Uh, I have my C D Lamb. I have my T Diggs. I, then I have my fullback to the running back jersey. My Ezekiel Elliott Thanksgiving jersey is going to get put up on the wall as a. As a retirement jersey, you mean your Gilmore
3: jersey up there?
2: <laughs> Gilmore, no. Well, he's twenty-one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'll, hey, can I get my can I get my name card? Can I get you to give me a name card that says Gilmore so I can just reuse the jersey? Fuck that, shit,
1: bro. <laughs> yeah, Randy Gregory is the worst person. <laughs> <really. laughs> but purchase. I will do.
2: A, I'll probably do it because I think Anth has a Micah in the services jersey. Yeah, no, no, you don't.
3: I have a blue Micah and a Thanksgiving Day Micah.
2: Who's your service uh, salute to services jersey? Diggs, Diggs, baby. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. I So I, I'm going to do my Micah in the services one, I think.
3: Okay, sweet. So we got our jersey sorted out. Next up, we have wide receivers who they kept six, which we kind of, I, I we've been saying this for the last bit, at least since we went down to training camp. You got CeeDee Lamb, uh, Brandon Cooks, Michael Gallup, Jalen Tolbert, who's been the surprise of camp to me, Kevonte Turpin, and Jalen Brooks, the seventh round stud that's your six wide receivers and I'm I'm feeling pretty good about it guys I'm feeling way better about this six going into week one than the six we fielded last week going into week one
1: yeah I mean if you just cut it off at uh Lamb Cooks and Gallup and have any any of those other three receivers that were playing for the Cowboys in the preseason I'd be thinking that we've upgraded this position already but now you add Tolbert who without watching the preseason, you might be like, ugh, what the hell is he doing at number four? Really came on to play, had a, had a noticeable growth. Maybe it was simply maturity and confidence. Whatever it is, keep doing it. And 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 I'm sure pressure too. Like, you know you're fourth. You don't have to step up. And if you happen to outplay Michael Gallup, even better. Turpin, um, love his speed. Hopefully we get to see him be utilized more. Uh, he is in that fifth position, and then Brooks. Um, yeah, he he played well enough. He was on our radar, and in a lot of other people's radar too. So, I'm pretty happy with this wide receiver group. I think who was the the I always is, is it Durden? The he blew his ACL. His right. name was
2: Tyler Durden.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know it was, but he he uh, he, <coughs> excuse me, he might have oh, swallowed. Go his, go but he might have had a chance of. Beating they out team. Brooks. You think so? Well, yeah, I, I think that he was playing pretty damn well.
2: I thought Houston would have made, been over Brooks and Brooks would have been practice squad, but Brooks showed there up. Probably
3: five, there was probably five guys fighting for that sixth spot, honestly. Yeah, yeah. There was a bunch of good guys, some undrafted guys, a couple guys that we had um, drafted a few years ago. One of the main ones, Simi Fioco, he gone, man. Yeah, Simi Fioko did not did and, not make but, the team. And,
2: but like, look at how quickly Houston was picked up from a different team. Simi Fioko hasn't been picked up yet.
3: The Giants, the Giants. Now yeah. that we're in wide receivers, we can talk about it. And this is the thing: there's a couple guys that we'll talk about. And since Sp- we're on wide receivers, it. It. we're going to lead out with it. Dennis Houston asked to stay on the practice squad by the Dallas Cowboys. Opted to go play for division rival the New York Giants, and I don't blame the guy. I don't. I mean be having that revenge having that chip on your shoulder it's just an extra driving point okay you guys don't want me you wanted me on this practice squad twice i'm gonna go try to make this team and then if i make it you got to deal with me twice a season for the next 10 years so i don't fault the guy for going to division rival because i'm vindictive enough that i would probably do the same thing
2: absolutely i mean he doesn't he doesn't oh i mean you look at it there's not a place for him on the on the roster and he feels like he has a place to be playing in the NFL. So if he's able to get picked up by, by the well, it's uh, still
3: practice squad though, Gi- he's still on the practice squad for the Giants. Yep. This is the thing he had the opportunity. This is the thing. He had the opportunity to Tell be me. on the practice squad with the giant or with the Cowboys, but opted to go to the practice squad of the Giants. So it's not like he's getting in a game day roster spot. Totally. But,
2: he's, but, but does he think obviously him jumping over, he probably feels he can actually make the actual squad, for the Giants, like what's what's the Giants wide receiver room look like compared to the Cowboys? Let's do we want to talk about that?
1: Well, no, I, I, not, not,
2: not yet. Next next week. Well, he, let, Pre- I, I coming into bri- the prep for the uh, prep for the Giants week one game, we'll talk about it next week.
1: I did bring it up. I would just say that the Giants depth is not really. Um, they 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 drafted Jalen Hyatt, so I think they're going to be spending any sort of time on the field with him, and the fact that he's not it. He, Houston went to the practice squad. This is a change of scenery move. Again, it's yep. He spent some time in Dallas. It probably is not going to get any better from them. He put in he did put in a a, a very respectable uh, preseason and he didn't make the team. So, in my opinion, like if you have an option to go somewhere else, let's let's go see what happens. I don't think it's a I don't think either one either one decision right now beats out the other. It's kind of uh, either or. And, and he probably, you know, made a, a move for him. Maybe he wants to go fucking spend a year in New York.
2: Well, I mean, Boots on the Ground says, division rivals picking up our players for the same reason Cowboys got Trey Lance to gain inside knowledge on your rival. Jeremy Nello says, it was a business is Giants' wide receivers could easily get beat out, which I kind of agree more with that one. He's probably looking at the depth chart on the Giants and be like, well, Cowboys, I know, have, yeah, Cowboys I know have I, a if I If I, they're, the Cowboys don't believe in me, I, I feel like I have a fighting chance to come in there and 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 compete against some of the guys that are already slated on the roster list.
3: And if you make the fucking team, you got to try to dunk on the Cowboys twice a year. I'm, I'm saying this. These guys are hyper-competitive dudes. You don't think you want me? I, I'm not good enough to make your six-man wide oh, yeah. super crew? Well, let me go to the Giants, and you better hope that I don't suit up because I'm going to burn your bitch asses. So, I mean, I think everything that was just said, I think it's a combination, fresh start, ego, um, better chance. Just, it's a, it's all balled up, up into one possibly.
2: Yep. And, 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 uh, the only time like you would expect an NFL player to come in and be a competitive player, unless your name was Marcus Mariota.
0: <laughs>
2: I'll, I'll ask you guys this about, since we're on wide receivers, CD
3: lamb stat line this year. Cause I don't think we've done very many predictions. What is CD lamb stat line in the 2023 season? saying that he doesn't get injured. Say he plays all 17 games.
1: Yep. Well, speaking uh, of this, um, our boy uh, EJ Savage, a.k.a. Boys of the Zone, crack him if you got him. He put out uh, a post, I think it was maybe a week or so ago. And my guess, it keeps fluctuating, uh, but I'm thinking he's going to be plus 120 catches, plus 1,400 yards, and this is where I really fluctuate is the eight to 12 touchdowns because I know eight is is not an improvement and 12 is what I want to see him do. I just think there's I think that there's more opportunity for other players to get that red zone ball than CD lamb. Uh, you got to set it on the average end 10.
2: there you go. And I'd be happy with that
1: 1400 touchdowns? 120
2: Definitely. catches, 1,400 yards. Ten Ten, 10 Okay. Oh,
1: that's twelve that's great. I do want to say twelve. Gonna use I'm that gonna as, say I'm gonna say twelve because that's what my heart says. I'm but going with the,
3: AJ, those numbers are pretty much exactly what I'm I'm right in the ballpark with that. If he hits that shit. I mean that's an and an, that's an awesome season. And you also season.
1: consider the surrounding cast. Like I know last year CD was the number one option on every single play. You look to CD to throw the ball. I don't know if that's going to be the case this year. On the other side of that, you look at okay, then the defense can't scheme heavily towards CD side. Does that open up more opportunities? So if he ends up with just doing better than like because last year was no fucking knock. Like that was a good season. I just want to see. I just want to see it through starting in week one to week uh, to week eighteen, but through all seventeen games. Whereas I think he got off to a slow start. And then started to really perform.
3: Don't forget, with, he didn't have a starting quarterback for the first yes, six. That five, is, well, five true. and a half weeks or whatever yep, it was. Yep, very true. Six uh, and a half weeks.
2: Yeah, I think we're all on the same page. I, I was going to say I would be happy with twelve touchdowns, twelve hundred yards, and then plus one hundred twenty for catches.
1: Yeah, tw- Wait, twelve.
2: Twelve hundred yards. How many 12, catches? Twelve touchdowns, and plus one hundred twenty catches.
3: Okay. He has 120 catches. He better have fucking more than 1,200 yards.
1: I, I,
2: not not, not <laughs> if his touchdowns is, not if he has, not if he has 12 touchdowns. I guess red touchdowns. zone
3: threaten it, red zone threaten it up. Yeah.
2: All right, so we're happy.
3: I think, I think this might be one of our positional groups that we're super happy with. Absolutely. I mean, like the, the minute Brandon
1: Cooks made it to the team, we all breathe a sigh of relief. Everything else after that has just been icing on well, the Poop cake. I think we I all started. The, the I think ball. we all we
2: all started kind of to ball. feel pretty good when we started to see the production from Jalen Tolbert and the fact that Jalen Tolbert could look like wide receiver number three over wide receiver number four. Um, that I also think was like a, a big turning point for us feeling good about the wide receiver room.
3: Yeah. Yep. That's going to be so interesting, Gallup and so Tolbert. yeah, it's, it's going to be it's going to be good. Gonna be good. Next up, I'm assuming we got tight ends.
1: Ooh, now this. I mean, Fergalicious, Fergalicious,
2: Fergalicious.
1: Very good. Uh, yeah, Jake Ferguson, Peyton (laughs) Andrews. That was that was something. Luke Schoonmaker. And you know what? These were the three I had in mind since the get-go. Yep. I don't know that they're listed in order, and I don't know that we really have an order. And I don't. Again, the tight end position. I don't really look at it as I want individual stats. Um, I want them to perform as a group and kind of do better than what the tight end group did last year, including Schultz, right? So if they do that, we have an improvement. And from what I saw, especially week three, where, you know, maker got that big, tough touchdown, where, might I point out, we had the entire – uh I don't know, roster, the Schoon, Schoonmaker roster, come out and like that post. Got a little comment from the Schoonmaker himself. Uh, you know, I just... Set sail, boys. Set sail. I think, I. you know, that that made me believe in him even more.
2: So. Yeah, the, the fact that we... we uh, we're
3: basically best friends with him now.
2: The fact that Boots called him over at camp, and he came in and we were like, we were basically touching Schoonie, and then his entire Schoon clan came and... Uh, commented on one of our uh, for one of our reels, makes me a, a massive uh, Schoonmaker fan.
3: Oh, absolutely. But the the biggest surprise of this, a couple weeks ago, we were talking about possibly rolling five tight ends. Then you have the injury with JSJ, and then McKeon released. D- am I worried about it? No, because we got Lepke. I think these are the three d- good dudes. I, I think it's kind of all – I think they're all – 1A, 1B, 1C and that's not none of these are in the order of that. I think they're yeah. all good enough to to start and I think they're all good enough to take over games. I think it's going to be one of those things that if you have any of these guys again I'm going back to fantasy football. Do it, if you Bubba. have any of these guys on your fantasy football squad, it might be frustrating cuz one week they might have 20 points and another week they might have 2 yeah. because I think it's going to be go with the hot hand and at one at sometimes you might have all three of them on At sometimes you might have a guy that it does block or blocks a little better, catches a little better, or it's just the the better athlete. So the, it's gonna be based on their skills and their 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 traits, but I'm excited to see the, the tight ends. The uh, mini clone zone.
2: Jeremy Nell says John Steven was probably taking a hendershot spot if he didn't get hurt. What do you thinking? I about think that? maybe I think maybe. I think yeah. maybe he would have been I think there I think
1: there was a few injuries in the preseason that um obviously saved some guys roster. But look that's how fucking razor thin some of these decisions are almost a coin flip and I know no one wants to say that that's what it comes down to but sometimes <laughs> you're in a room and it's majority rules and that's essentially a a coin flip if it's like a you know five to six vote or something like that I I did want to just mention this real quick shoot schoonmaker has major um Disney uh, child Disney star Vibes with his handsome good looks and oh, yeah and his, uh, just his like,
3: I don't know, athletic build.
1: Well, that's why came, Jerry. That's why came, Jerry drafted
2: him.
3: AJ came when he scored.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I did. I, I released. That was months <laughs> of release. Just just
3: wait.
2: <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> but I, I I was pretty
3: jacked up too
1: when Scooney got in the end zone. I was pretty jacked up. I start. I, I was just thinking while you were talking, and I kind of started. Just thinking, like, oh, there's a potential that we're
0: going to ha- buy
2: Schoonmaker jerseys, or what?
1: Well, I mean, look, that's that's another. That would be a that's an, buy or that's what? another. That's another conversation for another day. Uh, we could have what? Is it three wide receivers and two tight ends? Is that kind of like what the max said? I or I guess maybe you could have four wide
3: receivers and two tight ends. But well, think- so put it this way: you have five. Yeah, you have five linemen, right? Every play and a quarterback. So you got you got six guys, and now you have. Five spots for whatever you want to do so you could do three tight ends two wide receivers you could do uh if you're going to max out you could do three tight ends one wide receiver right yeah so just, or no it'd be three tight ends three tight ends and two wide receivers would be with all the guys on and gr network
1: just said exactly i'm calling these guys i don't want to change the name clone zone but this might be the name of the new C- season for the clone zone is serverus Cer- is it serverus is that the three-headed dog? That's that three-headed dog from hell because I see a very close range and and it's a much above average for tight ends for at least obviously Jake uh, Ferguson and Peyton Henderson show that they can go out there catch a ball run hard. I think Luke showed that uh, specifically in the last game of the Brady preseason. <laughs> so, so 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 think about this like we got Three guys who can who can catch a ball like they are catching threats. All three of them are legitimate catching threats. If you throw the ball to them, they uh, you don't have to worry about them having soft hands and not being able, or maybe it's hard hands in, in this case. But you know they'll <laughs> be able to receive hands. the ball and uh, get a first down. So it really gives a lot of options for how you put, place them out on the field and who can catch a ball. And it give it, it it's I mean you can open up the field for Dak. And have someone going to be there. If we need seven yards, I'm pretty confident we're going to be able to get that.
2: If, uh, if the if Ferguson, Henderson, and Schoonmaker are the three-headed uh, hell dogs, does that make L- Lepke the balls of the dog <laughs> because he's in the backfield there and he can kind of come in and, and be a either the balls or the butthole.
1: <laughs> I gotta get I gotta get uh, renowned on my whatever Greek. Mythology or whatever that that is, but there is probably a name for uh, <laughs> the for balls Lepie in there. <laughs> okay,
3: yeah,
2: good. I like it. So, uh,
3: headed dog's butthole.
2: Don't, <laughs> don't keep my don't keep my boy. Out. And I and, and when we we're talking the Jersey talk, like yeah, Scooney, because of the amount of like can fan love he he showed, definitely puts a possible uh, a possible third option there.
1: I'm, I'm looking Our, to I'm looking to spend a bill on Jersey billion bucks, eh? Billion billion bucks. Box, let's uh, do it. No, just one. One well, actually, it depends on what the exchange rate is for Canadian dollars. Uh, but I'm looking to spend a hundred Canadian dollars on on jerseys, and so if. Three jerseys from where we got them. <laughs> I was gonna say where you get your dog. hey, I mean, I, Someone, I someone's mean, someone's getting
0: I don't know, his jerseys getting from China. That we
1: we get them from the a jer- place jer- where you can I, buy
3: them online. Mean, that's what I'm saying. You definitely getting them on NFLShop.com. No,
2: because I made I look. I made a uh, uh, he made his jersey. He's gonna I, I come, made my own. He's gonna come with a fucking Deuce Vaughn jersey, and it looks the letters are gonna be all sized differently. Just spray paint. Yeah.
3: Just spray paint. Case. What do we got up next? Tight ends to offensive line question That's right so the one thing i'll i'll lead out with this the one thing i like about the the five, or the four t's and a z yeah is if any of our or if a few of our t's go down don't worry we can substitute them with another because we kept tj bass on the squad there we go so we got tyron smith tyler smith tyler bydash zach martin terrence Steele, matt Willetzko, awesome richards and tj bass not not too upset about this. I like the, the, the big dogs are looking pretty good here. Yeah, and I, I think there's
1: never been a question about our fu- our front five. Um I do feel worried about the reserves. Matt Willetzko, however he plays, the dude's gonna fucking bust his shoulder out in the first <laughs> game that he plays. W- so. Wingspan
2: Willetzko? W-
1: Wingspan Willetzko. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I really hope they're I really hope they are and and, and this is our this is our non-medical Opinion. It's yeah, we're just, not
2: WebMDing here. If okay? you
1: are a seven-foot-tall monster, your wingspan's also seven feet, you get your arm out and someone's torquing that. Someone's clipping you. I mean, that's a lot of torque, baby. And and so <laughs> maybe they train him to keep his <laughs> keep his long arms inside. Hey, well, let's
2: go. Go with the T-Rex uh, arms. And if you're yeah. a doctor and we wrong, that man in know, but... Get that man in jiu-jitsu. Because they yeah. teach you the T-Rex arms goddamn
3: condor wings just <laughs> yeah. flying out there
2: yeah well let's go what do you think you're doing you're you're going to try to drop in some uh some fucking boys on some sort of airstrip here get your get those arms in
3: but, but besides that guys we also moved Josh Ball another guy to IR who yep. was kind of fringe making the team there was a few dudes i mean our offensive line i'll be honest our offensive line did not look good in training camp and we're all hoping that it's because our defensive line is just that bad yeah. we hope i mean and by bad i mean Michael good? Jackson bad,
1: like
2: Michael <laughs> yeah, like Jackson, Michael
3: Jackson bad. bad, like some badass motherfuckers. That's what we're hoping. But our the e offensive line, is. line
2: being bad is not what the type of bad that we want.
3: No, no, no. The offensive line did not look good. Is what how I'll leave it. And I oh, hope it's because our defensive line him. It, crack them if you got them. Crack them if you got them. Um, and I just hope this defensive line is Michael Jackson bad.
1: I think the interesting thing though is, and it was kind of obvious, as is as awesome, awesome Richards. I want to see him. I want to see him out there and, and perform. I mean, that wouldn't that be nice to see that he can come in and play a respectable backup position? His fifth round pick was he or?
3: Yep, fifth round pick. So
1: I mean, like that that would be great. He made the team. They obviously saw something in him. But what we got? Well, let's go Richards and 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 Bass or Bass right now Bass <laughs> as our backups. Be, I mean,
3: Bass,
1: Bass. <laughs> let's go, C. Kick his ass, C. Bass. Yeah, it's pretty thin, and it's is that certainly. Thin or is it just no, the a, offensive line should certainly right. be concerning. Always the upside, though, with offensive line as much as it is scary. There's always going to be that thirty-six or thirty-seven or thirty-eight-year-old player out there who you can rank. You can, who will come play for another five million
2: dollars. So Mike
3: McCarthy might suit up, throw a helmet on,
1: <laughs> sure. get out there, like in the <laughs> rocks <laughs> out.
2: The Rock style? <laughs> but, you know,
1: we, we, we saw that with Peters last year. Um, there's even, uh, yeah, any, there, there, there's opportunities there that if something big and bad does happen, I do think that offensive line might be one of the more easier positions to, to uh, plug really quick. It might cost you some money, of course, but those options are available.
3: Well, you know that the starting five, Someone's getting hurt. It's just that's just how it rolls. That's how it happens. Someone's getting hurt. So yeah, we'll we'll hopefully our depths there. And if not, get to the free agent market, baby. Jeremy
2: and Elo says if something happens to Tyron, most likely Tyler Smith moves to left tackle and Bass moves to left guard.
3: Okay, but then what what if Tyler Smith gets hurt? Like before? What if Tyler? Anyways, there's so many options. In a in a fantasy world, nobody's getting hurt, but let's
2: just hope. Grade seven network says uh, Jason Peters' greatest experience could have played a role for Tyler Smith.
1: Yeah, I think this for offensive line, you need at least two guys who can play swing, and one of those guys, yeah, and one of those guys needs to also be able to kick into center. So if you have that covered, you should be good enough to go out there and play game to game. And then Was well, that
3: so? It can actually. Could you we look at this? I don't know who is our backup center right now. Is it Bass? Is TJ Bass our backup center? Like if if Bydash goes down, who is our backup center?
1: Well, Anthony, I don't think anyone has an answer for you right now.
3: No. Okay, they don't know. Interesting. Because yeah, right. It's you hope that you have a guy that could hop in and play center. Hunter Lepke, I guess, going in at center. <laughs>
2: Zeke Zeke? <laughs> Zeke Elliott's coming back from <laughs> the Cowboys the trade.
3: The Cowboys trade a fifth round pick for Zeke Elliott to play center.
1: <laughs> well, that's our offensive line. I mean, look, we got we got probably one of the solid most solid five starters in the league, and we might have some of the worst depth in the league.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, anyway, well, let's see what happens. The good thing about it is when you take out one guy. And you put in, say, an awesome Richards to replace uh, a whoever you 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 got him. He has it now a good supporting cast. Exactly. When we saw these guys at training camp. They were with fucking Josh Ball and and uh, Hoffman and, you know, a bunch of guys that weren't going to make a that team. shit disturber guys that probably aren't going to make NFL rosters ever. Yep. Right. So it, it, it it's we have to see how these guys do when they're with four other really good offensive linemen. Yeah, and, and and probably every position obviously deals with this, but the uh,
1: line could potentially have uh, be affected more in that if your supporting cast for that position are holding their weight, you'll have a better opportunity of being able to do what you need to do because it's such a tight and quick moment. It's like, you know, 3 or so seconds or less of of impact time. Whereas if you're out there on the field and and uh someone on the left side of the the cornerback on the left hand side of the field fucks up, well you're on the right side of the field, so it's not really going to be affecting what you're doing. They still might get the down, what or whatnot, but it's not affecting your play. If the guard fucks up, the center fucks up, the tackle fucks up, and you're doing your job, you could still um it could still fuck you up because now suddenly you get double teamed or you know whatever happens, and you never want to be double teamed. Let me tell you that much. Well,
3: <laughs> unless you're on OnlyFans.
2: And Chuma Chuma Idoga could be coming back. Um, that's the note says. So the so note okay. says yeah. Chuma Idoga was a roster cut Thursday, but is is expected Tuesday. to return to the team after a bit of roster gymnastics by the Cowboys. Josh Ball. Josh Ball was moved to Infrared. Infrared. Right. Infrared. He's
1: out for season. He's gone. All right. Son. So so offense, gents. Happy. Sad.
2: Yeah, I'm 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 to see I'm, him. I'm good. I'm good with you. I'm, fucking I'm just so
3: damn ready to watch football. I'm Meaning, so di- I, meaningful
2: football. I'm so damn ready to see that oh face. Oh. Well, it's O-o-o-o. official. Oh. It's official moving on to defensive
1: Oh, ends. Micah Parsons made it. Micah team. Parsons is a defensive end. I love it.
3: That's official. Then we now got That's the... a squad. That's super read that's it almost off. super scion psy- to me there, boys. Read it Micah off Parsons, me. Demarcus Lawrence, Dorrance Armstrong, Sam Williams. Williams,
2: Sam, <laughs> Sam Williams. Williams, Fanny Sam, Williams, Fanny,
3: Sam Williams and Dante Fowler Jr. I like it. Yeah, I like yeah, it.
2: We got two That's... juniors
1: there. Sam Williams Jr. and Dante Fowler Fowler. Five
3: Jr. war dogs right there. And I love it, man.
1: That's right. I mean, look, all of those guys on the field are a threat. Dante Fowler. Yes, he's getting up there in age, but he when he was on the field, he never hurt us. And he had some. Some good stats last year. I just hope that he, if he repeats what he did last year, that's what I'm looking for. And that's great that he's fifth. I mean, Armstrong's really. I mean, Armstrong. I've never really had. He's never been a uh, like a, a a a big talk about newsworthy player, but he's just solid. Yeah, Doros. comes solid. to play football. Yep, and he uh, plays man. Yeah, I mean, like. He's behind uh, uh, Parsons and Lawrence, of course, in the depth. But to be number three, that's that's great and, and impressive.
3: And, uh, yeah, I think this defensive end group is solid. solid like a rock. I wouldn't want to be the quarterback going up against these guys, man. No. Honestly, these guys are dogs. They are dogs. Looking, uh, looking tough. Okay, well, I was just seeing. It I was. love it that they finally put Micah just at. He's a defensive end in my mind. He is. Oh, yeah, he's
2: yeah. an edge rusher. Well, he's an edge rusher, and you can drop him back. But well, he's, if he's playing eighty percent of his speaking, speaking of Micah, so I was gonna, uh, I, I caught a little bit of the uh, Cowboys huddle. Our, our, our friends over at the Cowboys huddle. And, shout out, shout out, and I saw our our, our another one of our boys, uh, Paul, who was in the chat, and sup, he, sup, sup. yeah, and I don't know if he was just saying it, but I've, i i I'm going to take it as real. He said he was uh, talking with uh, Dan Quinn and Dan Quinn mentioned that when when they were talking about the linebacker situation, reminding that Micah Parsons is going to be pulled in for linebacker duties when needed, shifting him around uh, uh, between defensive end and linebacker to kind of help hold that hole, which is why we, when we're looking at, when we were looking at the, when we're, we're going to see the linebacker chart, you get rid of these people or this person gets injured, who's there to cover them? Well, obviously, Micah Parsons, depending on what type of scheme they're going to run, is going to fall back into that, into sure. that
1: role. But yeah, so even if you take Micah Parsons, put him in linebacker, you got Lawrence Armstrong, Williams Fowler. I'm happy yeah. with those guys just at defensive yeah.
3: end. So Ears back, ears back, get get the passer. The g- The greatest thing about Demarcus Lawrence, the guy is the best run-stuffing defensive end in the NFL.
2: Yes, is. CFL's that, baby. That that video I sent you guys, my, uh Demarcus Lawrence versus just another guy. Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> he yeah, fucking dummies him. Yeah,
3: so
2: oh, good. And so he doesn't good. even
3: like smash him.
2: No, barely. He <laughs> probably hit
3: up. him. He probably just kind of pushed him and like yeah, that'd be him. Demarcus Lawrence. So the video is a guy. Uh, there's just some random fuck holding a coach, a pad. Yeah, coach. Well, assistant, assistant whatever yes, he is, junior assistant. Uh, intern bitch holding boy. a bag a <laughs> bitch boy and Demarcus Lawrence sends them to next year. And it, it's great. It'd be like, if any of us was holding the bag and I'd get up and just be like, I'm never, I'm never washing this knee, these knees ever again. I'm keeping these scrapes on me forever.
1: It'd be all three of us holding the bag and we'd
2: be <laughs> yeah.
3: smashed back and we'd say,
2: thank you. Thank you. D law. Thank you. DeMarcus Lawrence. Well, okay. so this
3: defensive end—I don't even know if there's much else to say because that we're no. set. I-, I love it. Even if there is an injury on these guys, one of these guys—fuck—I hope it's not Micah. But if there is an injury, we're 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 pretty good. We're still don't set up to have some success. S- don't say it. Hey, man, I'm gonna say it. I have to say it. There's yep. gonna be injuries. It's the NFL.
1: And I would never settle for uh, being op- to being uh, satisfied with this. But when you start your depth with uh, Parsons and Lawrence, yeah, does it really
3: matter what comes after? Yeah. Right. No. We're just lucky that yeah we're we're lucky we're, we're fuck that defensive end crew, crew is scary man. And
2: what about these D tackles? Now I don't think this isn't is in order. Well, yeah. I was gonna um, again. I, but, I was gonna ask you earlier when we saw running backs and I saw Deuce Vaughn was number three on that chart. There, I was like, is this official or is this just someone thinking? Deuce Vaughn is three though. Well, we don't know that for sure. Oh, De- Deuce Vaughn
1: has been put on. He's, but it doesn't it's mean that same. he's going to be I don't think that they're going to be using him as third down back I think we got a 2 B 2 a 2A 2B scenario
2: right I was just in, in this in this lineup when we just said that for this lineup we don't know if this is the actual order or not well, well go to blog go to the depth chart that he has
3: open and he'll tell you where they're Unofficially, have Deuce Vaughn right now. And guess what? It's, it's at it's, everyone has it's, him at
2: third, dude. It's ESPN.
3: He's not. He's not ahead of Rico Dowdle as hey. as his second down bat or as your
2: hey, RB two. You Bro. find. Why don't Bro, you it's find ES, us it's ESPN. here? Why don't
3: you
1: find us another that da- and that you can't create a website and then and then put instead this, of
3: Simon
2: check out Pat, my GeoCities Dallas Cowboys <laughs> website.
3: I'm gonna start calling you instead of Simon says. I'm gonna call you Adam says.
2: <laughs> i can't believe you i can't believe you would even put that in the same name i i'm, I'm well there's a depth effed- chart I'm, I'm with him is th-
3: there's a depth chart with re or uh vaughn is third he's the third running back
2: uh, off of a blog i was ju- i was just a- i was just asking confirmation that's not no, a blog that's, that's, that's ESPN. what
3: that's ESPN. That's the actual depth chart the Dallas Cowboys submitted yesterday. But
1: it doesn't matter. We're not lo- just saying you're getting all caught. You're getting I'm caught the, up. I'm, I'm the most calm one here. No, you're getting. I'm not. I'm saying you're getting caught up in the ones and twos out of it, of it all. Dan, you know Mike McCarthy doesn't play with ones and
2: twos. No, Mike McCarthy sees that TP twenty, Rico Daddle, and uh, Deuce Vaughn as all just running backs. He doesn't see them as totally. one two three.
3: Oh, see, that's a better argument than saying that he's not the third on the depth chart.
2: I but I am just I've been pretty consistent with my argument. okay, <laughs> defensive tackles, defensive Mozzie Smith, tackles. the
3: big fucks that look like they like to. have I so do like seeing Mozzie
2: Smith working on some hand movements and and, and doing some. Uh, I want to get some I, combat training with uh, Micah ha,
1: exactly, and we have to talk Mozzie Smith. Uh, let's just read off this list and then we'll jump right. Okay, that, so we want to hear more about what defensive what tackle
2: Mozzie Smith, Jonathan Hankins. Osa, oh, diggy zua Junior Fyoko, Chauncey Goldson, and our boy, Neville Gallimore. Which
3: Canadian boy.
1: I, I was so glad because originally, yeah, they they he was left off. I didn't see his name, and I was like, oh shit. Gallimore didn't make it. Um He made it. He, he, had he, good, he had a
3: good camp, man. Yep. So, he had
1: a good oh camp. yeah.
2: He when he was hammering those fucking uh with in those drills when we were down there, it's like okay, Gallimore... I felt like okay, Gallimore has to make. Was it game. Gallimore or Golston that we were saying was moving super fast? Gallimore, Gallimore. yeah, Gallimore. yeah, that
1: he is, he is very fast. If he can just uh, put together whatever it is that he's missing to make him that next level, I mean, fuck, he's something. He's someone who could be scary out there for a for a defensive tackle. Uh, but, I will
3: give us props for being able to pronounce Osa's name finally. All of us. Oh yeah, O-D-Z-O-A. baby! I still love double O though. <laughs> double O still. I like double O also.
2: Uh, but it's a- safe,
1: Adam. You were talking about Mozzie Smith and him working with Micah Parsons.
2: So Micah Parsons' off season was doing a lot of like uh, uh, combat training. I were boxing just to work on his hands, uh, and you now see Mozzie Smith with just to get ready for his UFC career. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Punch it. No, he was just he, and he he flat out said, "Hey, I'm trying to do uh, other things to make." To, to shore up on my weaknesses and being good with your hands in, in, in a boxing setting, obviously you're able to, to be quicker. You have better reflexes and Mozzie Smith as a defensive tackle and what he needs to do, getting in there and, and being good with your, with your arm movements is a big component of being on the line. So seeing him work out with Micah, just you obviously having a guy like Micah bring somebody like Mozzie Smith under his wing not only can help bring the mentality of that player up, but I also think, okay, great. Here, you're working on these things. You're trying to shore up on something that's absolutely important in a defensive tackle position, even though I've never played defensive tackle in my life. I'm just assuming that hand movement is uh, very important. Do you, think,
3: do you think you have sea fighters or boxers work on defensive tackles? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they,
2: they they go to the local high yeah, school yeah. and they start taking fucking, they start, they start doing like some, uh, some swim and some, uh, some swim and rip moves.
3: No, they're just hitting, they're just hitting the, the sled. <laughs> yeah. Gah! Actually MMA, Gah! MMA, that could work. I mean, tackling like if you, if you're not a, and we're, we're going to cross sports here a bit, but if you're not a predominant wrestler, I'm sure there is uh, football drills, defensive dr- drills that would help you as a as a fighter.
1: The, yep. the, the the drills that they do to help increase speed and muscle uh, reaction
2: um, and power
1: and power. So what I like about this boxing is it's it it's more of obviously you're not punching and and there's a lot of that hand combat so that's one thing but it's also about training the brain to be faster with its connection to your muscles right one thing i think that i noticed with with Mozzie and and it the boxing could help in a couple in two ways and i'll explain that in a second i think uh, but is he was a li- he's a little slower off the gun than everyone else when the ball gets hot He's noticeably just a step off when he, when it, when he goes. So either a, this can help with his reaction so that he starts getting off quicker and makes that impact with the O line. So he's getting off right on their chest. Hey, why grow up Ants.
3: or
2: fucking, AJ gr- just, oh, fucking like AJ grow AJ up.
3: Just always throws them up and I I try not to laugh, but it's funny. I just... fucking,
2: <laughs> fucking <laughs> grow up. <laughs>
3: hey, I, I look, I love it. And,
1: um, you know, yeah, we know you love it. But fuck, grow up. Yeah, the, the other thing that it could do is uh it could also just if he isn't going to in- get off the get his load off quicker If he's not going to get off. He's not going to get off quicker, then it could help with his hands so that when he does make contact, it won't matter that he that he's slower. To make that impact, he's going to be able to swim around or, or move the the player where he wants to move them. So either way, I think this is that's something great to see. Whether or not it actually works out, I mean, look, you, you got to do something more than once to get the
2: effect. You do an hour of boxing training, and you're you're going to get gas. So the the fact that you're you're helping a different level of cardio, and then you're working on different twitch muscles. So either you're you're reacting to the body and the way that it's positioning and then having the quick movement in your hands, I think it, it, it all translates to that role. I think that's initially why Micah Parsons, um, him playing more of a defensive end role and having to rip and swim by guys, he just wants to have that extra edge. And if it just gives you 10%, uh, if it allows you to be 10% better, Oh yeah, you're going to do it. Like, Why wouldn't yeah. you do it? It's a great workout and it's going to improve you by 10%. It's, it's, a, it's a no-brainer.
3: Okay, let's roll through this list. Jonathan Hankins, big boy. Glad we brought him back. Then we have Osa. Is that Osa? We got yep. the mini screen, so I'm trying yeah. to I'm oh, trying sorry, to read it One here. Second, yeah, that's Osa, Osa Odegizua, who's, I think, our best defensive tackle. I honestly think Osa or double O is our best defensive tackle. Junior really? Frioka, yeah, Junior Fioka, a fourth-round pick. Stoked to see the Polynesian, and I'm stoked to see him about to just create absolute havoc out there. Chauncey Golston, we don't know much about him. Haven't seen much of him. Uh, he's kind of just floated around a bit. He he's always there, so you know the, the 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 Dan Quinn and the the coaches love him. And then Neville Gallimore, Canadian boy. So again, our defensive line, uh, the middle was our weak point last year. I'm looking at this and I'm like, okay, I think we shored it up. I think we shored this thing up. Jonathan Ankins, Mozzie Smith, and Osa, your top three. They're they're going to be able to do some things before
1: moving on from B- and bang, DT...
3: What makes double O stand out for you from these guys? He's the best pass rushing defensive tackle we have. He, he'll he get sacks, but he can also stop the run. Like he, he'll get that penetration. <laughs> he'll get up there in the middle sure. and he'll have a chance to actually take down the quarterback where I find Jonathan Hankins. He's not out there to ever get to the quarterback. He isn't. Sure. Mozzie Smith in college was never a guy that got to the quarterback much. Could he be that guy? Possibly. But as of right now, O's is that guy that you'll have him out there as your defensive tackle on third and long, you're not going to take him out. You're like, okay, he's still powerful enough and quick enough to still get up there in the middle and get to the quarterback. So right well, now I think he's our best, yeah, if you, best yeah, threat.
2: But if you look at someone like Jonathan Hankins and Mozzie Smith, I mean, Jonathan Hankins isn't the answer to our run stoppage as Mozzie Smith is supposed to be. But then you have someone like you said, like Osa Odegizua who can do a bit of both. And that's why he's
3: the best. He's the most versatile.
2: And then you have Junior Fioko and Chauncey Golson who can hopefully kind of be that middle ground person. And I think
3: Fioko, yeah, Ad Fioko could be that guy too. He could be that middle. You're right.
2: Because you do need you do need to have someone who can be decent at both. And then you have studs who can do better on on either end. So yeah, I'm excited about the I'm excited about our D line this year. I'm excited I'm, about our defense. I'm more excited for our defense than our offense, to be honest. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. Well, and you know what? I like, we're, going, we're going to the LBs, baby. Ooh. Uh, I got really excited about our defense strictly from, not strictly, I shouldn't say, but I got even more excited about our defense from all the sounds of the sidelines last last season. I'm like, oh, man, it would be amazing to be a defensive player on this team, just how jacked up they are and, and going out there with someone like Dan. Knowing that you're going out there to, like, help prove something to DQ because of all of his accolades that he's done on a defensive uh, on a defensive level, I think that also kind of propels all of these players to want to step up and, like, be the guy. Anyways, linebackers, fuck you guys. Linebackers, wow. Ah, great
3: take. I agree completely. Thank you. Dan Quinn, love him. I would, Thank you. I would run through a, a goddamn wall for Dan Quinn. Thank you. Me too. Uh, and so these linebackers, we got Leighton Van Der Esch,
1: Four linebackers.
3: Four, Damone
1: Clark, Devin Harper, Marquise Bell. Surprise cut, perhaps, that we missed is Jabby Cox, who also fled the Cowboys to go and play for another division rival in the Washington Commanders.
3: Yeah, he did. He fled. He said, I'm out. You guys don't think I'm good enough? Pace. Interesting enough here, though, the linebackers, Mar- Marquise Bell, who's been a safety for us, is showing up on this list.
1: Well, there's also this comment here by Jeremy Anello, Adam, about the safeties, and he says... Yep. Also, I, was waiting to,
2: I was waiting to pull that up. So yeah. Go well, ahead and say it. He
1: says, also, the safeties play linebacker in D- DQ's defense. So that's why we well, can't fix.
3: We've, we've talked about that quite a bit in our, our chat. Like, we have a chat on Instagram. And I think that's why we went light on linebackers because Dan Quinn predominantly uses safeties as, as their linebackers, right? Like they're only going to roll probably two linebackers for a lot of their schemes. And and then even in a lot of their long third and longs, they're only going to have one linebacker, right? So it's kind of a reverse on what you're used to. You're used to seeing a team keep a lot of linebackers and then a few safeties. Like you're used to seeing six linebackers and like three safeties. And we're, we're flipping the script, going less linebackers and more safeties, which at this point in the NFL, it's kind of interchangeable, right? The speed's a, a factor, so they're kind of going to smaller linebackers. Minus Leighton Van Der Esch, if you looked at the average size of our linebackers, they're, they're not as massive, massive as, uh, as humans as it was about 10 years ago. So here's how I want to break this down. LVE, we know
1: what we got. Let's hope that he can, continues his trend that we've – saw him on his trajectory, I should say, that we saw him on last year. <clears throat> Damone Clark. I mean, Love is him. this is this technically a sophomore season? Yep.
3: Yeah, it's his sophomore season. It's his sophomore. So he was drafted last year? Fifth round last year, missed a bunch of games. He was supposed to miss the whole season because of his back injury. Ended up coming out halfway through the season and just surplanting Jabril Cox and being that guy that we thought Jabby Cox was going to be, basically. Okay, so um sorry i thought this was
1: his third year so then so regardless though this will be his first year um
3: as a full starter full
1: starter that's yep. interesting to see he could be exceptionally better than he was last year and he played very well so oh man he,
2: yeah. I, he i'm
3: excited to see demone clark
1: definitely
2: it it, de- it definitely is the only position it, it is one of the biggest position groups that we've all been a little bit hesitant over and i think overshown kind of helped that hesitation a bit. And then when he got injured, it kind yeah. of brought back up a little bit of our hesitation, a little bit of vomit in the throat. Yeah. I mean, it's not that we're going to be bad in that spot. Obviously there's a plan in place. You can move. Yeah. You can tell us there's only
3: four linebackers, Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> that's it, fucking wild, man. Yeah. <laughs> four linebackers. But this is kind of misleading because Malik Jefferson will be brought back. They're, they're saying will be brought back on the, the linebacking core once they do some shifting. So th- it might be five, but even that's pretty low for an NFL team. Yeah. So
1: Devin Harper taking, basically replacing Cox uh, improvement, upgrade or TBD.
3: I, I'm going to say TBD. Yeah. But
1: it's not, determined.
3: there's not a lot that he has to do. To no, just... I mean, and I'm going to trust the coaches. Obviously they've had the, this was the third season, uh, third, third season, third <laughs> season, that they had. Well, wow, someone at. bought new Yeezys and Kanye fan.
2: <laughs> this is his third Yeezen. Yeezen, baby.
3: But uh I, I trust in the coaches. And if they see something in Devin Harper over Dribble Cox, it's it's the right move. And with Marquise Bell, did we even see him play linebacker at all? <sighs> I can't, I... Well, it's like fringe safety up I, on the line. Lo- you know, know they're I... up in the box. It's but no, not substantial right. set as linebacker, but it's one of those things like Jay Ron Curse, you've never seen him play linebacker, but you've seen him play linebacker. You know so, what I mean. So
1: this is how Whoa. I think.
3: This is how I think they're going to be drawing
1: up their plays. They're going to have their linebacker onlys, and that might be obviously it's going to be LV or Clark and Harper, and then they're going to have safety linebackers, and there yeah. is a lot of rotation there, which we'll be getting to in a, you know, maybe a couple of minutes here, but I think, uh, in Marque- one hour, I think Marquise Bell is just put there as a position. He might fall back and play safety too at, at times if necessary, but,
3: cause he, he's someone who, uh, you know, was no, is noticeable when he's on the field. Well, this is the thing. I don't know if there's a limit, but you know, when you're drafting a team in Madden, it's like you get the little brackets and it's like, okay, you get five linebackers and four safeties right. or whatever it is. Right. Maybe they just couldn't actually put that many safeties on their 53-man yeah, roster. So they just said, okay, he's a linebacker,
1: right? Yeah, no, it, it, totally. And if that's how you're going to play him, if that's how you're going to scheme, then who cares if you're put on the linebacker or a safety? Like, you, you know the position is a, uh, a, a, a what, close safety or how, whatever they would call that. when It's just team, a
3: hybrid. It's a hybrid yeah. spot. Yeah, when they're playing more of a linebacker position. Um cool, 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 cool. Thumbs interesting up. though. Four four, I would have never I would have never guessed four linebackers. No. Very, very interesting. From two weeks, three weeks ago, four linebackers.
2: Crazy. Cornerbacks. Corner so on the list we got our boy number seven, Trevon Diggs. Then uh Stefan, I'm stealing your number, Zeke. 21 Gilmore. Ooh, sorry. We got Duran not so bland. Jordan Lewis, who's been activated from the pup list. Here's a good one. Here's oh, a good one. Oh God.
3: Here's a good one. AJ, can you do the honors? Yeah. Sure, I'll
2: try And it. the newest pickup? Noah Igbenoguni. That's not bad, I think that, that was pretty good. I think that Igbenoguni. was pretty good. Igbenoguni. Uh We got Eric Scott Free uh, Jr. and Nashawn Wright. Okay. I
3: mean, and this is the... I, I, I like it. I like our cornerbacks, man. So... But Bland though, anth you feel so if Bland would be the that three position it's your in nickel the
1: cornerbacks right. So Jordan Lewis, where's he? Oh. Nickel.
3: nickel. He'll be Nick. Yeah. So he'll be so if they're playing if they're playing like a dime package, you'll have Travon Diggs, Stephon Gilmore, Daron Bland, and Jordan Lewis. Those will be your four cornerbacks out there because when you're in a when you're in a dime position, you have two nickel cornerbacks. So you'll have Jordan Lewis and Daron Bland in your slots like, kind of in the middle, and then you have Trevon Diggs and Stephon Gilmore on the outside. So okay. Duron Bland and Jordan Lewis essentially play the same position. Right, and then Noah, or NI... I, I don't know much about Noah, but no, Eric Noah, Scott Jr. He's no, Noah,
2: Noah Igbenogoni.
3: Well, yeah, he's a CB, but no, Eric Scott Jr. and Nashawn Wright, those guys are backing up Trevon Diggs and Stephon Gilmore, where I bet you Noah is backing up Jordan Lewis and Deron Bland. Oh, you think? That would be my guess. Okay, I, I was thinking Noah
1: was was coming on as the CB and they're they were just going to run Bland and,
3: and Lewis in that nickel well the only reason I don't and I'm still learning the only, re, the only <laughs> oh, and I'm not sure I haven't looked at Noah too much I'm just thinking that he's a backup for Deron bland and Jordan Lewis because there's if, there's if not Deron a bland or, if Daron bland or Jordan Lewis go down oh I see Eric, Eric Scott and and Sean they're they're outside cornerbacks right okay okay so and I I, I don't know I chat might know but that's kind of how I I'm looking at it right
2: now I think his breakdowns, uh, he's had, like, one interception, 29 tackles in 35 games. So it's it has to be someone that, let's say, DQ has looked at and said, okay, he slots well into our our defense. I can use him like this. I can't see that that trade happening without being – like, you didn't hear Jerry say, oh, I picked up Noah. I made the trade without consulting with the team. A trade like that, you're going to consult with your defensive coordinator, I, I feel.
3: Yeah.
1: So
2: you, you you hope that Dan Quinn knows what he has, and he's like, yeah, he's. But
1: the, it, both teams
2: felt that they had to hit the
1: limit with their, their player. It was an even trade. Bossman Fat was a year later in the sec, late second round, I believe. Yep. And, and Noah was late first round or early second. I can, anyways, they were like a pick apart and a year apart.
3: Yeah, Noah was a first round Bossman Fat was second round, and and possibly
2: and possibly he he's been picked up by Miami strictly just to be that special teams player because, you know, Bossman Fat showed up a little bit more on special teams than he did in his position, so possibly they're they're needing they're going to utilize him in that uh, in that special teams role. They they traded roster spots. That's it. Yeah, and actually, Jeremy Nell is saying, I, I think Noah is also a special teams player. So,
3: yeah, he is. He is. So, Noah is a special team player and a nickel. He is in the nickel. I've been, AJ, can you say it again? Because you nailed it the first time. Noah Ibn competed for the starting spot opposite Xavier and Howard in nickel situations, but didn't distinguish himself from veteran Eli Apple, who was added after Jalen Ramsey suffered a knee injury. That will likely sideline him until December. So that's why the Dolphins basically were like, "Okay, we we don't got nothing with him," and he was cheaper than what. Uh, so Bossman Fat's cheaper for the Dolphins than what Noah was going to be. Okay. And Cowboys have
1: the cap to spend that extra million or whatever yeah. it is. I, I, I think it's, it's, it's kind close. of a wash. A wash it is as a
3: trade, to be honest.
1: To me, it's like, hey, we have this guy; he's not working out here. We have, But he's got these fundamentals. Oh, we have this guy. He's not working out here. We have these fundamentals. You just want a spit swap? Yeah, let's spit swap. Spit Open in your my mouth. mouth. Spit in my mouth. <laughs> <Spits>.
2: so, <but laughs> all all we spit, can hope for? The, the spit swap doesn't make sense because the second person who has to spit in the other person's mouth is basically is actually just spitting, is just their spitting their spit. back like regurgitated <laughs> spit.
1: Hey, but I'd rather be the... the the first spitter than the second spitter. Yeah. You'd have to basically. Would it be like a blood brother
2: spit? No,
3: no, no. You'd have to each spit in a cup. Yeah. And yeah. then and then drink the other. I'll spit in this
2: cup. You spit <laughs> that cup, and then we drink each other's spit. Okay, that's that makes the only it. way. Can we just make the trade instead?
3: Instead? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want do to. I don't, don't want to do it. Cornerbacks. Cornerbacks looking good. Like it. I'm going to okay. give them a solid rating.
2: And then the safeties. Baby! So safeties, we got uh, Dono Dub. I, I
3: rated them cyan, baby. I did, and I, I'm still back, and I'm S- still sticking to that super
2: super cyan. We got Dono Dub, Jaron kierce, Malik Hooker, Israel Mukamu, and Joanne Thomas or Juan <laughs> Juanie Thomas or Joanie, Joanie. One, one way, one way, one way,
1: Thomas. But anyways, the, I mean, look, we <laughs> we know what we got in that three headed uh, Cerberus monster. What? Well. I guess these uh, we got two Cerberuses, but we'll D uh Donald Dub, Curse Hooker. We know what we got there. Mukuamu is comes in, plays really nice, and Thomas had a
2: great uh, Yeah, we've been we've been pre-season. liking that number thirty Thomas fucking getting in getting in the mix. JT
3: JT's been laying the boom. Absolutely had a great camp. He played a lot in the preseason, was always floating around the ball. I, I feel pretty comfortable if he had to step in for any of the, the starting three. Yeah, absolutely. And
1: also, I guess you can technically add uh, um, Marquez Bell. Yeah, Marquez Bell. So hey, we already know it. Everyone knows it. Everybody Safety knows the safeties. He's fucking hot as hell. I,
2: I do like that you're going to the Dono Dub Jersey. Do well, do about it. You've been talking about it well, all fucking season. Because he or all off season. Signed was did he
1: sign the new contract this year or last year? Anyways, he's this around year. for yeah. He's around for. Think he did a three. Years. I think it was a three
3: year contract this yeah, year. So I can be happy with that.
2: Jeremy Nello says, this is the most moves I've seen Jerry make in a long time. I'm hoping we make a big trade before the trade deadline.
3: Could be one piece away from really, really shaking it up. Definitely. And then our specialist here.
1: Um, we got obviously Brandon Aubrey. The Brian BAs anger. The BA crews.
2: Hey, if you're gonna be <laughs> on this kicking squad, you need to start with a B and end with an A. <laughs> and w-
1: with anger, we we got no questions. We know what he can do. He's a yep. deadly punter. One of the best in the league. Best in the league. It, it's going to to have a punter like him really can change the momentum of a game and put you in a better position to win those close games. So I'm happy Definitely. about that. Brandon Aubrey, lots of question marks. but Yeah.
2: I feel more nervous about Aubrey than I was with uh, Money Mayor. Another season.
3: Another, another season. Another like, time. Can fans going into the season with question
1: marks praying, and
2: kicker. Praying. That we're not going to have those issues. That is yep. what it is.
1: And then there's uh, some notes here, just with Trent Seagy's coming back probably, and CJ Goodwin. Um, so whatever. But- oh yeah,
3: there's going to be some stuff. There's going to be some moves. There's going to. This isn't the final 53 man roster. There's going to be some shakers. There's going to be some movers. But hey, man, we're, we did it. I, I'm going to go back to it. We made it through the offseason. Can fan season three. We are jacked the f up. We're we like week and a half away from Cowboys football Sunday Night Football against the Giants. We will be back. Are we doing Sunday? I don't think we are. It's my birthday Sunday. Sunday's your Sunday.
2: birthday. We're gonna give you it, it, it off. Okay, so we're just just like the players. They got this weekend off before a big fucking season starts. It's like get, at, like we got a lot going on every single week from now until February. So yeah, we'll 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 take we'll take a, we'll take a season a
3: bit three, baby. So last Sunday we're taking off until we have a Sunday service for the next six months. Can't wait. We will be back next Wednesday for the main event. The bandwagon boys over there holding the fort down. Hopefully I can try to make it in studio. It's as you can tell the sun's going down. Right? I know. I know. <laughs> it's just getting, getting,
1: it's getting darker and
3: darker, it's getting darker and darker over here. All right. For the bandwagon boys over holding down the fort and me here in uh, it looks like a closet. We yeah. out and we will be back. <laughs> Beth, are you safe?
2: Are you safe? <laughs> PEACE!